All right, welcome to the pages from Diary of Milan podcast, the podcast about surviving your 20s with flair. I am Alessandra, and this is my lovely co-host, Maggie. Howdy, howdy. All right, and then uh, <laughs> this we're on day two of a streak. We're trying to do an episode per day to celebrate us actually getting our stuff together, our life together, and... <laughs> working on this enough it took to a while something. it took a while honestly we took it was rough it was rough um but yeah maggie do inform us today of what today's specific topic is gonna be about absolutely so if you tuned in last time we kind of introduced how our, our new series is going to be on the topic of friendship Ooh, yay. Woo-hoo. Oh, <laughs> And today we're going to be starting on the myths and lies that we specifically personally have believed about friendship, but also that we feel like a lot of other people tend to tend to fall into, you know, and so, you know, we're just going to help a girl out. <laughs> we're going to yeah. go over these. We're going to give our opinions on them. So, Alessandra, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Because this, this first one, it's a doozy. It really is. And I feel like there's a lot to unpack here. Okay, here we go. Without further ado... <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here in suspense, just wriggling. (laughs) The edge of your seat. She's shaking visibly. I I am. (laughs) All right. Without further ado, myth number one that people tend to believe about friendship is that everybody, everybody needs a best friend. Point blank period. Drop the mic right there. What do you think about that, Alessandra? Just initial thoughts. When I say everyone needs a best friend. Heck no, that is that is my initial visceral reaction to that 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 statement. Heck no, heck no. Um, I personally believed this when I was young, and it really screwed me up, y'all. You don't need a best friend in the literal sense. Um, I do think you should have a a well oiled, well established, developed, and trustworthy group of best friends. But the idea that you need to be able to say that person is my one, my twin my everything gal that we do everything together and sister from another mister yeah like you know i'm not against like doing cute things that are stereotypical of this thing but i'm saying that you need to have it it needs to fill all the boxes of all of the social media sister from another mister let's have babies at the same time dress the same way go to the same college date brothers like i don't that that idea of there's this one person that you agree with on everything that you do everything with that you will just have for the rest of your life like i don't think like maybe some people might have that but in all honesty i i really doubt that a lot of people will if any and i don't think that it's healthy at all to get into the mindset that you need that kind of another person in your life i really i'm really against it and mm-hmm. i'm a bit I emotional about it yeah yeah well, I'm gonna get off my soapbox now, but do, do let me. What's your opinion, Maggie? Tell me. It's pretty pretty similar though. My my view of friendship is more along the line, specifically best friends and friend groups though, and that whole dynamic there is that you are not going to get, nor should you get, everything that you want or need emotionally out of a friendship or relationship in one person. I just don't think that that's a realistic expectation. And so when people you know, specifically back in high school when we were insecure and not sure who we were and trying to figure things out, you know, and we believe truthfully because of, you know, whether it was movies, Instagram, like we talked about the Instagram best friends, you know, we truthfully thought that you only 
had one best friend and that one person was your other half. It was everything that you needed. And I just don't think that's realistic. I think that you can have different emotional and relational needs satisfied by different people at different times. You know, it's kind of like that friend for, for all seasons and reasons kind of idea, you know, whereas Alessandra, you just are so hype. You know, I literally go to you anytime. I'm just like, I need energy in my life. I need that contagious spirit. And Alessandra does that. She literally boosts my mood every time we talk and it takes my mind off anything that I'm doing that's just bothering me or making me get all of my feelings or anything well, like that. that so, makes me well, really. Yeah, and I think that's just so great. But if I expect okay, but same. I get that from you. I almost feel guilty, or I'm like, I need to call Maggie because I need to absorb some good vibes, and she's she's on speed dial. So, oh my gosh, the good vibes that we exude for each yeah. other. I, I love that. But you know, Alessandra, you and I, we don't rely on each other for all emotional needs like if you need a serious talking like like somebody who is wise beyond their years to sit down and give you wisdom I'm not the person for that (laughs) like like I will be on your side no matter what and I'm not necessarily going to be like Alessandra sit down and think about this realistic like I'm not gonna do that okay but you but you do but you do that yes (laughs) (laughs) okay okay but like okay but you do do that sometimes though because at the end of the day we're not sitting there being like okay but you should actually kill this person like no you're like murder and then you're like okay well let's think about these emotions and break it down so i really think this is kind of um, a really messy form of uh uh, what is it informal therapy because you know the therapist has to validate their client and then they give the advice we validate each other by hyping each other up. And then once we're like, ah, oh, yeah, that was funny. We go, okay, so let's actually, what are we actually going to do about this though? Cause, um, this is a problem. And, uh, me just thinking of psychotic ways to deal with it isn't actually helpful. So it's not <laughs> like you're, you're not as toxic as you think you are. You always constantly say stuff like that. And I'm like, no, no, Maggie, you're, you're oh, wise. Wow. And you're wise in your own ways. You and I just vibe on a uh, really on a on a yellow line of is this a good conversation to be having but it, it always ends up good in the end i guess we'll I... find out though because i'll set up a twitter for this thing and if anybody thinks that we're just really bad for each other then they can tweet about it and let us know oh dear i'm sure your brothers would have plenty to say on that subject oh dominic for sure yeah <laughs> Are we toxic for each other? Our second series after friendship. <laughs> yeah. Should we actually be able to have an opinion about this? Okay, we're totally off. Okay, topic, we are though, so like... off topic. Let's get back to the point though. Point my point being is that I think that you can have different friends who fill di- fulfill different emotional n- aspects of a best friend you know so you never should rely solely on one person for that because that's a lot of pressure on them and it's a lot of pressure yeah. on you. Yeah. Yeah. And there might just be times in your life where, I mean, I don't suggest anybody get comfortable in this phase, truly, but like if you find yourself around and you don't feel like you have any kind of like best friends or really close friends, um, you're not lacking as an individual. Like I would say you're lacking an important aspect of just healthy lifestyle, but if you're working toward and you're aware of that and you're working towards it, that doesn't mean like, oh, like I'm a horrible person, I'm inadequate, there's something wrong with me. Like, no, you might just be in a transition phase. Like when I uprooted myself and moved three states away from my all of my family and friends I I found myself without any friends surprisingly enough um I didn't 
think there was something wrong with me for that. In fact, I went out and I was like, okay, so what am I going to do to capitalize on the stuff I already have? And what am I going to do to put myself out there so that I can make sure that I get that healthy interaction of like a well-balanced lifestyle? And thus, actually, that's we got closer throughout that. And now we're doing a podcast. So I guess that says something. <laughs> so moral of the story is that if you move far, far away from your family and friends, then you and a long distance friend will set up a podcast. Uh, also, the moral of the story is you have no excuse to not just be friends with whoever the heck you want to be friends with, because we don't even, Facts. we have only hung out with each other in person for probably about like 48 hours total. And we cultivated most of our relationship just through online, like over the phone and online interaction. And we're literally doing a podcast yet. Like you have no excuse. I am doing a podcast with somebody that I barely know, but I know a lot and it's fun. So no excuse. That's, that's, that's a good moral of the story. No excuse. Good takeaway from this conversation. So I love that. Let's do takeaways. Okay. Takeaway one. (laughs) Takeaway one is you have no excuse not (laughs) to make friends. (laughs) Quoted by Alessandra right there. Yeah. I mean, if anybody wants, like, that's hard though. Like it's hard to make friends. I will say that. So like, if anybody wants like any kind of tips, I can give that because it is, it is super hard. I'm not saying like you should just be naturally really good at it. I'm saying that, like, truly, if you wanted to know, there are people out there who could help you, and you could do it. You just got to figure out what you want. You just got to get out of bed and do it. Um, but, yes, it is very hard. It wasn't easy. And, you know, this is like a side tangent on that. But recently, you know, I have a little sister who's in high school, and she was having some trouble with friends at school because she just didn't know how to how to find that kind of groove of just starting a conversation with somebody and like setting up the framework to become friends you know the expectation of hey I'm talking to you Mm -hmm. because I want to build a friendship with you you know that can be intimidating and scary and you know I was kind of just like talking with her through that and you know figuring out how to as a single person break into groups of friends that have already been established and already been formed and you right. know it's a it's a process and there are things that you have to be careful of because you know you don't know anything about these people really in depth you know you haven't gotten to that level with them and so mm. you do have to be careful but i yeah. i feel like that's an expectation or a um just kind of a, a mindset that you have to admit, like tell yourself and yeah, be and, open about. And when you're younger, you get better at that as you get older. So I wouldn't suggest to high schoolers like, oh yeah, just make the first person you meet like your trusted best friends and spill your secrets. Like as you get older, you should be able to develop a better sense of um, that sixth sense of, oh, this person's not a safe person or mm-hmm. whatever. You just get better at it. You start to see the signs. You start to figure out what you want, what you're looking for, and it just becomes easier. But definitely in high school, it's really hard because and you don't get to – I feel like they almost don't give you enough time to spend on a healthy social life because they just bombard you with work all the time. So <laughs> Yes. And you are in a very close and compact environment. And I think it's yeah, – yeah. You know, you grow up and you're in a work the workforce and you uh-huh. have other outlets to meet people. You have a lot yeah. more freedom to choose who you want to be friends with rather than just being friends out of convenience. Exactly. Well, yeah, and, you know, that's why I think in high school, this is specific to high school, but I really think this is where I think the idea of I have to have a best friend is the most toxic because that's not the case. Like, it's literally set up so that probably most of your friends are going to be like convenience friends like you're saying and that's not bad thing like I survived off of high school and and convenience friends but guess what I had a lot of convenience friends because it was like oh the person I just sat next to in English I knew of them 
I didn't like hang out with them at lunch all the time, but like I knew of them. Um, I, you make sure that you put yourself in classes and programs that purposely lead you to good people. Like I did choir. Those people were awesome, musically talented, fun to be around culture. Like you just put yourself in an environment like a sport or a, again, like choir or, um, that part, because you know that your friends that you hang out with are the ones that you're going to be near like convenience and proximity. So you can pick like, who do I want to hang out with? And then you just stick to that and you expect, okay, high school is not going to be all that. I'm just going to do what I can, hang out with who I can, take advantage of any opportunity. But I'm not going to like force this really deep relationship or feel less about myself because I'm not buddy, buddy with like Samantha and Victoria over there. Like I just, you're just, you're, you're going to be confident in yourself. You're going to understand that this is just a phase. And you know, I have a lot of really good friends from high school, but we didn't really become deeper friends until we were all in college and we had the ability to revisit those friendships in high school and go, oh, hey, is this a person I want to keep in my life, like, for a while? Like, is this a person I want to invest in? Turns out, yeah, like, three out of the 20 people I hung out with in high school, yeah, sure. Um, But that takes, you know, you doing the work and figuring out, um, is this person, is this person worth investing in? Um, But, yeah, I think this is, like, advice that specifically in high school is the most can be the most damaging if you put these toxic expectations yourself for friends but you know that's an excellent point because that's a great segue into what our next myth is going to be on the next episode because i'll give you guys a little you know sneak peek preview right here it's going to be the myth that best friends are forever because that's just not the case and you know alessandra you and i both have had experience with moving from high school to college, you know, early, we're in our early twenties and we have had to let friendships go. And we've had to, Mm -hmm. um, people we thought that we were going to be with forever because they were our quote unquote best friend. You know, that's not the case necessarily. So we'll go ahead and leave you guys with here today, but you know, just think about that as we, uh, get ready to, to go into tomorrow's podcast and, and think about the topic of best friends are forever and what, what you think about that and what that means for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. So, okay. So this is cool. Tune in tomorrow. You'll get to hear all that jazz.